Bedroom Battle Pass. The Archives. Me and you, Season 2. Alright, let's kick it. Hello and welcome to the interview section. You've got Mikey Malpas and JDK. And join here with the guys from Inaxis. From left to right, we've got Gwilby's vocals, Debrion on the drums, Dylan on the guitars, Lachlan on the bass. Awesome, man. And uh, Suffocating Thoughts, um, the song that you guys just um, finished recording at the studio here in Canberra. Um, those guys that did that album also did the clarity of chaos album as well so it's a good little crossover we've had those guys on the show yeah. and it's good to be able to get other people in that are using the same local um local studios man it's good to be here thanks for having us yeah, yeah cheers um we noticed like a nice slow intro to that last last song good build up and lead what lead what sort of led you to um that style of um intro did anyone sort of just think of it or did it just happen organically um a lot of that song i wrote majority of it in one day we made a few changes here and there yep um and i don't know it just kind of fit well you just build it up and then it just comes in really fast and heavy and it was good to have that dynamic yeah yeah we really in it was more in the studio where we pretty much came up with the idea of trying to get that atmospheric start to it you know because you don't really get that effect on your on your amps and stuff like that but in the studio we had the opportunity to actually play around with some ideas you know and actually smoothen out the songs a little bit better and uh, yeah that atmospheric sound that it brings in the start because it's almost i get the feel that it you want the song to go but it doesn't go and it just keeps on drawing you back drawing you back and until it all kicks in and it's like yeah that's what we want to hear yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah yeah it's good to hear man it's, uh, you notice like a lot of um a lot of albums will have a song in there like that that they use to 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 draw you into it and that definitely does it that one there is gonna that's the title track of the next album is that right or is that how you're working it or oh, the, uh thoughts is just the title track for this ep of the ep <coughs> sorry yeah cool so um and is that the first track on the ep yes. yeah so it sort of draws you in as a nice intro track and it's why I, um i'm glad we had it on for the intro for the show like like you said, you um you guys have got a lot of gigs coming up. Yeah, um, you've got one um at, next Friday. Yeah, you've got we've got one next Friday, which is a drop in um for mm. a, for a band that pulled out, which is cool that you guys just have that quick turnaround. Are you guys all based in Canberra? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it makes it easy to be able yeah, to yeah, fill, yeah. fill in. But yeah, then also that. like gigs like Trapped Under Ice, man, they've been going for a while now, and they got a good following. So it's great to be able to just drop in and mm. and start that straight away. Yeah. Yeah, we, we do feel that, um, I mean, it was something on number 99 and we're very, very stoked to take it. But I think this is going to be that gig that we can put ourselves out there and people can actually see who we are because there's going to be a couple of big bands. And uh, I would imagine there will be a fair bit of uh, fair bit of fans, people around there. So um, I think if we can come in there, blast everyone away and uh, yeah. we can, you know, steal someone else's fans. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. cool, man. Well, see, the thing is, like, other bands, fans, 
also become your fans as yeah. well like mm. people will um go to watch one band and that might not know you guys or only just haven't seen you guys um gig obviously being your first one so mm. it's cool to be able to go all right now we already have a few new likes on the page a few new followers that sort of stuff because a lot of it is based on social media um yeah. now and yeah. um your reach <clears throat> i know that with our show um we get a fair few um, new followers and um, things, especially having a website as well. It just um, gets better. Thanks for letting us steal some of your fans. Yeah, <laughs> yeah mate, do it. <laughs> no, nah, man, we, we, we did. Um, it's all share and share alike, man. It's yeah, that's how you build the scene up. We're exactly all about right. that community. Yeah. The way yeah, I say it is if uh, two bands have one fan each, and they both like each other's now they both have two fans like so you, mm. it's like it multiplies that um just organic way as well as like um influences from other things like so someone might say oh i really like you know that riff at um it's like a, a death metal riff. I really like death metal. That's what I enjoy. Um, what sort of influence do you guys have? I know that there's, um, you know, are you like in the metal, uh, new metal, death metal, I can hear in one song. What, where's all that come from? I guess we sort of got, um, each member has their own sort of influence that they bring to the table. Yep. Um, for me, it is new metal. <coughs> um, I bring the thrash metal slash death metal influence sick yeah what's about core yeah. basically dave groove groove definitely yeah yeah i'm a big lamb of god fan excellent so, man yeah yeah and um, um it's funny enough I'm, I'm actually trying to establish my own style of vocals but um i do take a fair bit of influence um from uh take death bands i do love a lot of take death um um some black metal i really yeah. do like that high pitch stuff specifically um danny i would love to do a danny screech at one at one stage yeah, but yeah. uh yeah I, i'll i'll try to go throughout the banks and i'll not just do a mid scream you know get some some serious gutturals in there and um and get into the highs as well but um yeah i mean everyone brings their own thing in and i think that's what that's what's making the sound i mean uh, zach that's not here other guitarist he's um he's full on on the progressive uh, side, side of stuff and um uh, and I think that what that's what makes the sound of inactions. We do feel that we've got something different yeah. that, that we bring to the to the um, to the show, and, yep. and that's what makes it. There's all these different influences. Excellent. Yeah. Man. I, I I hear that. Um, like we we're talking about the um, guitaring, and you know, you're saying about tech death and things like that. Um, we get a fair few bands on the show, which you know have insane guitaring um and i noticed there was a cool solo at the end of that towards the end of that last track so um it's good to be able to you know like i said influences what makes it and if you have like a prog guitarist um a lot of prog bands have rad solos as well like it's all about that lead up and peak and all different levels um but also um writing as well like you you might have like a someone that writes a song and then another member in the band changes it i know that um as flesh decays the drummer writes a lot of their um a lot of their tracks uh do you guys have a, like a specific writer in the band or do you share the role i'd say it probably comes down to mainly dupree and i we kind of build the backbone of the song mm. and then everybody else piles in and we make changes at harmonies um, rearrange the structure of the song but I think to break it down it probably starts at you and I yeah basically basically. I just bring a heap of riffs and 
basically then it just comes up with a riff and I'll add to it we tweak it until it works and well yeah take it from there if if I can cut in there we've, we're very fortunate to have what I call a riff machine and Dylan pumps out 10, 15 riffs a day which he just sends up on our group chat and uh, that's where I can give you a bit of an idea he pumps them out Dupi says yes that can work and he starts putting them together funny enough he takes some of this and some of that he starts adding them together and when we get to rehearsal he's like right dude remember this riff and he plays it on his phone yeah do that with that with that and, and it just starts there and then everyone just starts throwing their stuff mm. in <clears throat> yeah. and um, yeah, vocals wise um, between Dylan and I as well Dylan will throw me two verses of something and I was like yeah I'm going to work with that and start building on top of that and um, a lot of obviously uh, influences that, that happens to us day, day by day you know um, stuff that you go through personally which adds to that lyrics which is stuff yeah. that people can relate to yeah that's is, that's the whole idea yeah um, yeah, exactly. Like on on that subject with the the track and EP name, suffocating thoughts. Is there any influences to there? Anything that you want to share with the show? Uh, suffocating thoughts is a, is a different one. Um, I went for the, through a rough patch in, in my uh, in my marriage just a while ago, and that's where that song pretty much originates. And uh, in in today's life, uh, myself being a being a college teacher, we, we we sit with a lot of mental health issues in at school and. That song uh, and in within this um, this issues that I had with within my relationship, there was a lot of mental health that that, that played a, a role in there. And uh, uh, what I tried to bring out with this with this uh, with this lyrics actually weird is that it's just this guy who felt like he's being you know just being uh, um, suffocated by by his his partner. His partner's just not giving him breathing space, not allowing him to be himself. And it got to a point where he just lost it, killed the person. And as he killed the person, actually realized that that wasn't really what was going on. He said he's just sick. He was a sick man, yeah. and uh, that he was actually supposed to go for treating and stuff like that. And um, yeah, so it was just a different take to it. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's like all hypothetical stuff where it's, um, you know, you can put yourself into someone else's situation through the the medium of music. You know, you can kind of um, recreate that feeling. I know that a lot of music helps generate thoughts i know that when i listened like you're saying before man you're a fan of lamb of god um mm. i listen to um any of the stuff from wrath and it reminds me of where i was when i first heard it you yeah. know like music definitely has a lot of um emotion attached to it and that's what makes it what it is and especially metal like there's a lot of emotion that goes into it yeah, yeah um, i think all of us has been in that spot where metal has been the one that pulls pulled us out of it yeah. yeah, that's. I think that's what we all can relate. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right, man. And uh, that's what I like to um, like to push with the show. A lot of people that you know might not um, might not know many people that come out to gigs. You get to know people. You get to have friends, make friends, all through music, which is and, and like a common interest, which is um, you know it help helps everyone. Um, get through it but um will the uh track ashes we're talking about the uh some of the clean vocals in in the in the track as well so it's good to have a bit of variety and a bit more of a unique sound like you said you can some it'd be it's good when you get to a point when you can hear a band and know that that's them without looking at the track name or or um album or you know artist or anything you're just unique sounds I know that, like we mentioned, Lamb of God before. I get that with them. You can tell Randy's vocals when you hear a track, or when you hear signature someone signature drums as signature well. Signature drums as well. Um, yeah, 
different time signatures that are like accents as well um but yeah uh, usually that's achieved with gear we're, we're a big gear nerdy here at two double x so um a- anything that you guys use specifically um fender baseman 250 yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and i got uh, two yamaha one five string and a four string um yeah here I comes the list <laughs> I use Dean guitars. Um, I do have other guitars, but mainly for an access, I just use the Deans. I have a V255 Blades Dime Edition, um, a Razorback 6-string, and a Dean ML 7-string. Um, that's mainly what I use for an access. That gets me through for now. Um, as for amps, I'm using an Ashton amp head running through not a typical cab but just two speakers for now and that gets me by yeah well what can i say i don't have a really good drum set <laughs> um i prefer like using paste symbols and savings mostly combined um drum kit i have at the moment is just yeah it's really not a good kit i'm looking to upgrade at sooner or later and especially concentrate on a snare to give it a nice tight sound something that stands out a bit it's a dw 10 inch so normally it's a 13 inch but yeah i decided to go a bit bit smaller get it pumped through hey yeah nice yep Oh, just all a good old SM58. Yeah, and <laughs> that, yeah, that is it. Um, and then I just recently picked up a, a Boss something vocal pedal. Um, yeah. Just gives a little bit of round effect and uh, helps with that bit of a radio effect on the on a clean voice. Sick. Yeah, nice man. Yeah, the um the the gears, you know, so, sometimes like you mentioned with Dean guitars, a lot of people will choose a specific type and stick with it. Um, so in the early stages of you know working out what works for you, I know that um, some people sort of switch for depending on like you said what bands they're playing for or what what music they're doing. I've seen bands at the at the bar that'll be midway through a, a set and they change the song and they have a different guitar and swap it out um so yeah i know there's a whole bunch of different sounds you can get from different things like then paddles as well achieve different sounds um i know that um for the recent gig uh, at the bar with bayview suspect they changed the um the um head midway through switch to like a mini like a mini um, head oh, that wow. he had like off the stage he like races yeah. over and swapped it pulled it all out of the back yeah that'd be Mesa versus the PV5150 yeah yeah good thing about those new mini heads man they don't take up too much room you can take two on tour you know yeah swapped it out like so he was using the um like the back line but then he just bought his own like mini head <laughs> so yeah it's pretty sick i'm um, loving those new mowing pedals man have you seen them no nah, man it's, a, it's like a pedal and it's a 150 watt amp in a pedal the dudes from like Rings of Saturn he's like man check this out this is the pink one and he's like pulled out this pink melon pedal he's like 150 watt and and it's like amp modelling his whole entire rig yeah one little 150 (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) watt that's cool yeah man well like I said when it comes to touring like you said you're going from the 13 down to the 10 
Um, yeah. It's sometimes easier to travel with the smallest smallest set. Uh, <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, but it's more more about tonal with the, tonal, with the D- yeah, DWs. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, you know, he's got that nice timber. Uh, I know, I know, it's a, a steel frame and stuff. But when I say timber, is a different word. Yeah, yeah I'm basically going for that upper tone sound. Yeah, yeah. To it, hey. Yes, yes. Yeah, give her a good smack. <laughs> yeah, give her, give her a good smack, mate. Yeah, that's it, man. That's oh, like, um, sorry. It's like a. Darren from Clarity Chaos um, used his kit for the back line um, at the, um, the the same gig, mm. and um, then he played with the um, Metallica and Slayer as well with the same kit. So it was like for multiple different sets, the same kit, and even the touring bands were like, "Oh man, do we get to use that kit?" And is the like, "Yeah, yeah, man, that's the that's awesome." The, we, we're not using the rental kit. We're going to use Darren's kit. So like, they were stoked because it like had a full wrap and everything. Yeah. Like the like good doubles and yeah. and everything. So um yeah I mean um I know that they recorded that last album with that same kit so like I, I seen him do a, like Metallica and Slayer with the same kit as they use for Clarity Chaos which is cool um but yeah D- Darren's been like drumming for for years man he was the, actually he was in the first ever metal band to win the Triple J um unearthed um competition so that that was like a big win for the Canberra scene um, back in the day. Yeah. So what, what what shows have you guys got coming up? We're trapped under ice next Friday and then we'll have Cancer Bar Festival at the basement, that's on the 17th, and then the Three Broken String Show, which is on the 31st, 31st of August. Yep. And then we've got our first headlining show at the Transit Bar, and that's on the 12th, 12th, of, uh, 12th of September. Mm-hmm. And then I think we, there's a, a bit of an idea that we might want to have a look at the foundry in Wollongong before the end of the year, and maybe something in Sydney as well. Mm. But for the moment, we've just got those four. Good, good. Keep yeah, up, we've um, yeah. after the transit, we'll we'll probably go into studio again. We've got another yeah. three songs that we yeah. want to yeah. that we want to record. Yeah. And then um, if all goes well, Dylan will be will have another baby throughout October. So we're just going to take it easy throughout that time. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he won't have one. His missus will have one. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, we're gonna just take it easy, give the guy a breather throughout that time, and then um, um, we're also um, we're also looking at uh, at maybe um, lift off. Uh, just just jump jumping into lift off. Um, I've actually judged two years in a row. I've judged in, in lift off. I know um, old Jerry there used to be my neighbour, and uh, just thought this year we're gonna give it a go ourselves and not just not just judge. Just go in there, give it a crank. I mean, give it stones a went through there, stones throw and uh, hostel. Mm-hmm. Old kid and hurricane mm-hmm. they went through there. I was actually part of their selection process to 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 get them through there, which I was very kind of say proud of because I, I did a bit of a bit of a uh, what's the word? I have to do a bit of convincing because it's, it's funny in these type of shows where as soon as people hear metal, they're automatically automatically negative towards it. Yeah. It's it, it's it's hard. I mean, it's everyone there in the metal bands are so way way more skilled than all the other guys, mm. but we get that prejudice. Uh, you know it's already it's already yeah. there so i work hard in these competitions to just tell the guys okay right just look at the musicianship look at their performance on stage don't listen to the music as much but look at what they bring to the stage compared yeah. to the other guys and they're like 
yeah, this is great. Yeah. You're actually right. These mm. guys are good. That's why so, I just yeah. wouldn't be a good Uber driver, man, because I just blast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get like zero. Like I get like a one star rating just because of how often people. So like, don't worry about what he plays. Just listen. Look at how he drives. <laughs> <laughs> also bad. <laughs> that's why you're getting the one star. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, blame the music. On it's the my driving. But yeah, that's good, man. It's good because we had um, Hostel on when they just after they just changed the name from yeah. Kitten Hurricane and um, a lot of that name change was so that people took them more seriously they actually said on the show um, when we were Kitten Hurricane people um, weren't sort of putting us in bigger lineups and stuff but then once we took ourselves more seriously people took us more seriously yeah, um, and yeah. Hostel's like a badass name so like we, yeah we changed. had a bit of a chat I remember after after the after the show as well we had a bit of a chat and they they said, yeah, no, they're changing the name. And at that point, I didn't know it, it was Hostelette because I think they still, con- um, they still, uh, that was two years ago, I think. They were still um, going as Kitten Hurricane yeah, on yeah, that show. Yeah. And it was just after that, which yeah. they've changed the name, yeah. Yeah, and then they put out um, Malevolence, their album, which That's right. we kicked ass, That's that right, one. Yeah. So, yeah, that was a really good, really good um, move on their part. And they've played a couple of big shows since then. I know they got the Chelsea Green yeah, support. Yeah, that would have been sick. Um, they did the Ocean Sleeper support. Ocean Sleeper as well, as well yeah. yeah. Yep, so, um, yeah, all good things on their part. So it seems yeah. like um, sometimes a name change can, you know, take it to that next level. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, speaking of names, guys, how did you guys come up with Inaxis? Wanted to go about it? Oh, look, uh, it was a long process. It, very long it process. was crazy. <laughs> you know, you, you think of something, you chuck it in Google, and it's already there. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, it was it was an epic few months that we tried, and we we tried everything. We did combinations of our names. We literally did everything. I mean, we, you go onto sites that's like band name <laughs> creators. It's just a bunch of bunch of crap anyway but um i think uh, essentially what we wanted our name to mean or to have some type of a meaning where you know what metal is like a family it doesn't matter whether you're rich or poor whether you're um old young black white it doesn't matter who you are you're accepted in the metal family you know and um where i think in access originally was just the word in access you know, yeah. and I mean, that's like the center line or that divides something into or whatever the case, like asymmetry or yep. bringing stuff into equilibrium. And I think that that is where we where we went with it. And like, you know, just it's the middle point of everything. And uh, it's where everyone can come together. Does it make sense what I'm saying there? Yeah, yeah I get yeah. that. And then we just didn't like in dash axis and we just went for in like I double N A X I S, which yep. looked better, felt better. And uh, yeah. Yeah, cool, that's man. where we got it from. Something like that. Yeah, sick. Yeah, that's good, man. I yeah, I, I dig it. It's sometimes like you get names that you want to want to explain. Like for example, I think I asked the same question to Hostel um, with, with, with their name change, and it's good to you know get off to a good start and have a good solid foundation and good name to start with and build the build the band around the. Um, the image you know the online presence and all that sort of stuff which you guys definitely have um i had noticed a lot of good promo for your stuff already up online so yeah I, I dig seeing all that sort of stuff and getting the name out there um and um getting out and going to gigs and you know 
everybody sort of is more aware of you which um yeah it's what we need more of in the scene so appreciate everything you guys have done so far and um looking forward to seeing some of your gigs coming up um i know yeah. i'll be uh, trapped under ice um to watch you guys there and um then again for the for um the next next gigs after that so awesome. looking good forward to seeing you guys around and uh listen to some more music uh, close it, and we'll close it up now with um, with another track. But before we leave, uh, yeah, cheers for coming on the show and Thanks, being part. Thank of you it. very much for having us. Yep. Hi, Lock here from Anaxis. Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! Thanks. Yucca, yucca, bam. <laughs>